Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Inner Bloom. I am Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. (laughs) Hello. And we are not alone today. We are joined by intuitive activator Sarah Amala. Hi, Sarah. Welcome. Hi, ladies. We are so happy to have you on the show. We were talking offline and it was like we could probably just keep talking forever and ever and never record the show. So <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Um, I mentioned to you offline that actually you were recommended by one of our listeners who found you and has been like so into you and sent us over some channeling you were doing. And we were like, oh, my God, yeah, come on the show. You're totally <laughs> our vibe. So um you know, I'd love to learn more about you and, and learn more about uh, your story and, you know, like what really puts you on this path that you're on now. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm dying to know who this person was. <laughs> you dropped the name, but that's so cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, you know, I am I am an activator. And what that means is basically I... I have a lot of different hats. I'm a yoga teacher, Reiki master, um, health coach, psychic intuitive, and like probably other things I'm forgetting right now. But I've taken all of these different certifications and trainings and things that I resonate with, and I use them to create a container for people that activates them to find their own alignment and to find their own inner truth. And in doing so, also connect with the new earth energies and frequencies that are coming in. So it's really putting them back in touch with their own sovereignty. Mm-hmm. Huge. <laughs> Have you always been intuitive? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aren't we all to a certain are degree? We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But I guess I get curious about, you know, people who do this work. Like, I'm just curious, like, when you were little, was this something – like, for Ambrosia, you know, she was seeing and talking to spirits when she was five years old. So, like – but not everyone follows such different paths. So I was just curious, like, was this something that was part of your childhood or growing up or something that's much more recent? Well, I grew up in a very strict religion called Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm. Which, you know, looking back, you know, I I look at it as less of a religion, more culty kind of vibes coming from that. Um, and so growing up in that, I had a very, um, it was very strict about what you were allowed to do and what you weren't allowed to do. Mm. But at the same time, I can remember I would ask these questions and have experiences when I was very young that nobody could assist me with. Like, I would say, okay, well, um, who created God then? Or, Or like, you know, I would say, I remember Jesus. We were friends. And then, you know, people would say like, shh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that. Like, what are you talking about? And I was like, yeah. I have memories. I have memories. And they're just like, no, absolutely. So, you know, after being shut down as a child, 
for quite a while with, you know, that's not what you're supposed to do. Like, get it together, Sarah. That, you know, I think that eventually shut me down as far as sharing my experiences and probably tempered my ability to connect. Mm. Um, But I've always been, like, not normal. You know, I wasn't like everybody else. And so I think that finally, which is kind of interesting to think about, it wasn't until I was like married with kids and living in central Pennsylvania of all places. Is that where you live? (laughs) That's where I live. I live in Philadelphia. Oh my goodness. Like in the city, like a real city. Well, (laughs) oh my God. But um, I live in central Pennsylvania right outside of Harrisburg. And this is like the one place I always said, I will never move here. Like I hadn't even heard of central Pennsylvania growing up. But when I moved here, um, that's when my real spiritual awakening started, which is mm. wild. <laughs> wow. Do you think you have like a past life there or something? Sorry. Well, you know, we, there are so many rabbit holes we could go down about that. But, <laughs> you know, for Pennsylvania people, you know, we have the Susquehanna River here. Mm. And it's like the second oldest river in the United States. And it starts up right below Herkimer, New York. Yeah. And used to connect to Scotland. Wow. So it's just, it's one of those very, very potent, um, magical old rivers. And if you're really into that stuff, you could look up the 40th parallel. And that talks about there being mass awakenings of spiritual proportions along the Susquehanna on the 40th parallel. Mm, writing that down. Wow. I had no idea. <laughs> I mean, who would, right? <laughs> so random, but it's it's been coming up. It's interesting. We did a couple of retreats there, actually, in Harrisburg. No, in Hones. um, No, near Scranton, near Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, where is – I thought it – Homesdale. Oh, Homesdale. Oh, okay. So close. Like near Hershey Park is where I am. Oh, okay. Okay. I went to Hershey Park so many times as a kid. It was good You know, Harrisburg is the capital of Pennsylvania. (laughs) Nobody believes me. Yep. (laughs) It is. It is indeed. Um, wild. So once once your intuition started like opening up or you had your like, you know, your awakening or you came online, like what are some things that started happening to you? Because I know now you channel um, Pleiadian energy and um, it was so cute. I was I w- the video that our listener sent me was it was so because I've seen a lot of people channeling, you know, AMB channels, she's channels, she's channeling something tonight. But you know, that energy is always very, it feels very like, um, it's not necessarily masculine, but it just feels very kind of not somber, but kind of serious, right? And the energy that you're channeling peony, right, is just so light and like happy and it almost felt like fairy energy and it was so nice. She is bubbly for sure. (laughs) (laughs) It's just good because it works with me. Um, well, back when I was, so what ended up happening was I had, I had two little kids. I still have them. They're still here with me, <laughs> but they were very, <laughs> they were very little. And it was like in between nap times, I was suffering from postpartum depression and just kind of trying to like, you know, live every day. And someone told me, you should start meditating. Like here's some Deepak Chopra thing. Um, mm-hmm. you can like listen to this and meditate. And I was like, oh, okay. So I said, okay, during this one hour nap time, I'm going to sit down and meditate. So I would sit down and meditate like in my living room and just be like, ah, but I kept doing it. And like after a while I had this experience where I felt something hug me 
and mm. tears just started coming down my face and I was like oh my god and I knew it was my grandfather even though this grandfather I have never met because he died before I was born mm. and he I'm sorry my cat's like yelling at me he um he took me down this like another rabbit hole basically of trying to find this ruby necklace that nobody in my family could remember existing but he was like you have to go find the ruby da 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 da, da. so i'm like okay i'm losing my mind everyone thinks i'm crazy they're getting irritated with me cuz like my dad was like stop talking about my dead father like ah but i was like okay i need to find this um this ruby necklace and i went to my dad's house one day he lives in connecticut and I was just snooping through his drawers. And, you know, like, sometimes people have drawer liner paper, the sticky mm-hmm, paper. Mm-hmm. Somehow, I, like, he doesn't even know this, actually. Um, <laughs> I peeled it up, and the necklace was there. Wow. Yes. This is and like a movie. It was, it, it was like a movie. Like, when I tell this story, I'm like, did that really happen? But it, it did. And so it's this gold necklace. And if I had it with me, I'd show it to you. But it's a gold um like solid gold um, heart necklace with a tiny ruby in it. And it belonged to my grandmother. And that launched all of this crazy stuff because then she started communicating. Um, he was communicating, telling me about um, my family, half my family's from India, from Burma, um, and telling me how he used to be a jeweler and that these pigeon blood rubies reminded of him of that crazy thing that happened that, you know, I didn't even know about um, in my family. And it just started opening me up to the fact that like, whoa, I can like communicate with. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. That's a, that sounds like an adventure. That sounds, I was thinking of like Titanic and national treasure, like all combined together. An epic, with the necklace and everything and and the forbidden love stories in there too so it was just it was something else wow and then how did you end up connecting with the Pleiadians okay so this that's much more recent so you know here in 2020 um we're here in quarantine and spending a lot of time at my house and I actually Mm -hmm. moved my business completely online and into this house um which is totally another story but (laughs) It's been 2019 was real busy for me, Um, but okay. So I had always been kind of scared of crystal skulls because they looked scary to me. Just you know, I'm not like a skull person. I love crystals and you know can't get enough of them. But the skulls, for some reason, just up until um, you know earlier this year, like eh, I just I don't know. But then I started getting interested and I was looking on Instagram and this I saw peony. And as soon as I saw a picture of her, I was like, oh my goodness, like this, it's, she's pretty. She's not terrifying. She's so pretty and pink. And, and um, I was like, happy Mother's Day, Sarah. So I bought her. And when she came, as soon as I got her, I was like, I threw her up to my head. I was like, hello. And I felt an instant like connection with her. Mm-hmm. And um, from what I understand, she's been communicating with me longer than I realized she's been communicating with me, but Mm -hmm. she started, um, time is really difficult for me, but that was like May. So let's say it was warm, like July, August, whatever. Um, she started to kind of come through and actually speak on things that were happening. And she wanted me to do it live and like tell people. And I was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) it's very uncomfortable. I I don't want to talk about any like viruses or any 
stuff happening and like I don't want to channel you and do that. That's terrifying. But she doesn't like, you know, not that she's rude or anything, but I don't think she cares that much about like, I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing that. She's like, oh, okay, yeah. great. If you do it, I'll bother you until you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so her name, did you give her her name or is that the name of like the, is that what she goes by or how did you come, how did the name come to be? So Peony is what popped in my head okay. when I first connected with her. And at that time, um, she told me Peony. And we didn't have flowers blossoming yet, but I do have peony bushes. Oh, and wow. she me, Yeah, she told me when the peony bushes bloom that she would love to have peonies around her. And it just kind of fit because her energy is so like that and so peony-like. But I do, like, you know, full disclaimer, I love naming things. So, you know. Give me anything. I will name it. <laughs> I love that. Can we see her? Can we? Can you show her on camera? Oh, pretty. she's very pretty. Look at that. So is your perspective that like it's like the energy of the crystal is like is the energy or that she's like coming through the crystal? Because I or like what's how, what's your perspective of that? So from from my perspective, from what I've I have understood, it's more that. So every crystal has its own frequency and is kind of like a transmitter, receiver, generator of energy. Mm -hmm. And the reason that a lot of um, a lot of energies like to come into a skull to connect with this is because we visually do connect with this shape because it's it's us. Mm -hmm. So it's just to kind of create that helpful helpful bridge for us humans. And so with Peony, um, from what I've understood, because I have other souls as well, um, she is like a telephone. This is like my telephone, and she comes in like a frequency. Uh. Um, I have another skull that has two uh, frequencies. His name is Him, and he has a frequency that's there just to support Peony, and then he's got another one that connects with me. So it's like, you know, I don't know, like a little bus station in these skulls sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've understood as far as um, as that goes. And I've also heard people say that when the crystal skulls are carved, some sometimes, you know, the person carving it will feel the energy of that being that wants to be transmitted through it. Other mm -hmm. times, they're, they're not activated until the person who is supposed to be with that skull actually gets the skull. Oh, that's mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah. Kind I like of that. That's super cool. Isn't there some movie that's like something, something in the crystal skulls? In the end of Jones. Is it? That's what I was thinking of. Yes. Yeah. I think it's, I think that was the, mo like the, re the recent one um, that yeah. got weird aliens, right? Oh, well, that all makes I a lot of sense, I, I guess. I rewatch that because I'm, I haven't <laughs> seen it since I've gone all woo-woo. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it either. I was just re remembering like there's something like that that has to do with, yeah, that with crystal skulls. Hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Well, well it I'm was, gonna have to go watch that now. Well, I was really, I really like liked the, you know, I really liked hearing Peony like in your channeling because it was again, it was so different. Like they were, she was talking about um, unicorns, and oh, <laughs> you know which one I was talking about. Very like just, just really interesting. Just I don't know. You know, like, just just interesting information. They were talking about how, like, unicorns want to be taken seriously. And, like, it was really, like, cool. It was cute, cool information. And um, 
And yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that vibration. So, and I feel like there's been a lot of talk about like Arcturian energy, but I genuinely haven't ever met someone who channels Pleiadian energy. So I'm not really sure what Pleiadian energy specifically is like. Didn't the Red Hot Chili Peppers talk about Pleiades? Yes. Something like meet me in the Pleiades. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then like the information that comes through, you can't stop it. Like something yeah. like that. Right. It's can't stop. That song. Can't stop. Yep. I literally remember driving in the car and hearing that lyric after my awakening and being like, what the fuck? Like so <laughs> mind blown. Like, hold on here. So, yeah. Oh, Ricky, who's watching on Facebook, just said, it's my home. He's, I think, oh, one of our listeners that. really connects with the Pleiades. Oh, Pleiades. how wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um, so what's the, what's the most fun information that's been brought through and the um, maybe something that you haven't shared but you would be willing to share today? That peony has yeah has informed the me. The peony has shared so, with you. So um, okay, so the unicorn thing was really really funny because I sometimes I don't really do these often anymore, but I sometimes do one on one readings, and I would have peony with me. And the unicorn thing came up in a one on one reading the day before that channel, and totally like I I've learned to just go with it, of course. But I was like, what the heck? Because she was saying. The thing with the unicorns that just blew my mind, and I know this is out there, but it's the third eye thing. Um, She was saying something to the effect that horses are like unicorns too, but unicorns don't get their horns until they reach a certain level of like enlightenment or something. And so like to see a unicorn is actually to be like, you know, kind of reverence of somebody who's like a being who's achieved that level of learning and experience. And I was just like, oh my God. And then I rabbit holes with her. Okay. So I don't think this was live. I rabbit hold with her myself because I'm like, what the heck, Peony? And she was telling me about um, back in the day, people would hunt the unicorns. They would actually hunt them. And there are tapestries from medieval times that depict the hunting of the unicorns. And we look at that stuff and we're like, oh, this is, you know, back in the day that they were doing fantasy um, tapestry work. But she's like, no, there were unicorns and they killed them because they were the ones who were the keepers of all of that knowledge and just like, you know, anything else, like dragons, which is another rabbit hole, um, you know, it's like trying to keep us from achieving that that place of knowledge and connecting with those beings who have the knowledge. And so um, that I found really interesting. And especially because, you know, what small person, you know, like child does not love a unicorn. And right. I know so many kids who are like dead set, like, yeah, of course, unicorns are real. Like, I wouldn't yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, unicorns! I don't want to live in a world. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I feel like unicorns are like the mascot of like millennials and like Gen Z. It's just, and anyone on this, anyone who believes in magic, it's just. They're so they're so magical, and it's so it's so fun to like to to hear from her those things. The other thing, um, Peony has really been very helpful for me with um, with our conversations is understanding that most of the uh, the things we regard as fairy tales, mm-hmm. that's where the truth is hidden in plain sight. And 
<laughs> all the time. I say this all, all the time. time. <laughs> I <It's> right there. <laughs> I talk to my husband about some things and I go, and he's like, I just don't think that people could keep their mouths shut about that information. People talk. And I'm like, but they haven't. They haven't. It's everywhere. You just don't believe it. And, and I was constantly. Yes. It's like the best strategy ever because it's the whole Hollywood thing, right? Like they'll put real things into movies to psychologically make you believe so that if you are to talk about it in real life in the future, people are like, no, that's from a movie. Mm. <laughs> not real. It's not real. And who are, who are we to say what's real and not, honestly? So um, that was a huge part of um, me learning with her. And over the summer, we did a couple, I do these fairy oracle circles, um, and we were able to get a couple of those in person. And so I channeled Peony, and she assisted in channeling the fairy beings. And that was freaking interesting. Because that is cool. I mean, I, you know, of course, why, why wouldn't I love fairies? But again, this is, you know, a couple years ago, if you said, oh, do you believe in fairies? I'd be like, sure. But <laughs> <laughs> things have changed. So you clapped. Uh, <laughs> so when we were doing that, um, doing that event, what came through was that the fairies and all the elementals are really wanting us to reconnect with them because fairies work with human energy. We used to mm -hmm. be partnership um, yeah. in partnership to keep the earth going and keep all of the different ecosystems going. And they just want us to come back. But we've been so unkind and cruel to the fairies. And it's same thing with the unicorns, hunting and killing and pushing them off to the fringe until they're, you know, just like um, just like Peter Pan and Tinkerbell, right? It's like, mm -hmm. if, you, if you don't believe, then she doesn't exist anymore. And it's mm -hmm. kind of the same thing. So they have really issued an invitation big time recently for us to reconnect with them and reconnect with the earth energy to help heal and, you know, bring the magic back. Um, one of the things that, that I do that like I'm so passionate about is, you know, your spiritual practice and your magical stuff doesn't need to be this separate thing that runs parallel to your real life. Mm. They belong together. Magic is every day. And when you start to kind of integrate them and realize like, yeah, you know, I can, I can be this person and that person and that person and this person, and they can all be at the same time, just existing, no judgment, it feels so much better. Mm, I love that. I love that. What are your thoughts on gnomes? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Actually, Peony's going to tell you. Oh, yay. <laughs> oh, like, this is exciting. <laughs> okay, so she, she wants me to, to show you her too. Okay. I painted my nails and that makes her feel happy about stuff. So, um... Peony is saying that gnomes, she's saying, have you seen a show on television that is called David the Gnome? Yes. It's like a children's okay. show, right? It, mm -hmm. It's illustrated. Okay. Um, she's saying, if you are familiar with that, that is a very excellent depiction of what gnomes are and what gnomes do. But gnomes are the caretakers of earthly energy at the surface level of the earth itself. So they work a lot with mycelium. 
Um, they work with the, you know, the mushrooms um, mm -hmm. and mycelium communicates everything along the, you know, the floor of the forest. And they are very, very connected to that. They're also connected to the, the rocks, the rock people, <laughs> <They're> connected <laughs> to the rock people, um, whoever those are. And uh, lots of, they work very closely with the fairies, but the fairies, um, if you think of, um, elementals in terms of elements the gnomes will be the earth element and the fairies are that air element so okay they are more they work together though but the fairies fly she says oh okay um but the gnomes are very grounded hmm. i feel like that makes sense yeah i see that that makes sense that makes we sense. had a what gnome about? on the show i don't know Gosh, like you talk to one <laughs> Yeah, but I felt like if you ever, I don't know if you've ever felt like it was really hard for me to get past my own belief system of like, is this a gnome? What's happening? <laughs> right? What's going on here? But I saw uh, one of them. I saw a couple of them actually walking around in my mind's eye. And I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Like fairies, I'm all I believe 100%. You don't have to convince me. Sasquatch, good. Unicorns, there. Gnomes, I don't know why. I just am like, really? We keep our elves, gnomes? Like, what kind of gnomes are we here? Like garden gnomes. Garden, yes, that's what I pictured, but they were a little grumpy. And I was like, <laughs> well, are either of you guys earth signs? I'm know. a Taurus. I'm a double Taurus, so I'm an Earth sign. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, not to say you're grumpy, Alexa, but like, you know, Earth signs can be a little more grumpy. Very grumpy. So. <laughs> Ambie, actually, you've been way more grumpy than me lately, not to call you out. And you're, a, what are you, an air sign? I have no idea. Water? <gasps> Cancer. Cancer. Oh, whoa, yeah. Or water? Totally, she's water. Okay. Yeah, I like recharge in water. When I don't go into water, that's when I get grumpy, actually. When I, <laughs> and it's not just like showers, like it's got to be like the ocean, pool, bath, like full bodies of water. Yeah. Totally. I'm a Cancer Rising and the Scorpio, some double water. Wow. Totally feel you. I talk yeah. so much shit about Cancers. Like, <laughs> but, you know, I can do that because I am. a lot of people do. A lot of people, when they meet me, they go, oh, and I'm like, it's not contagious. You're all right. Don't worry about it. I can handle myself. Don't worry. I can freak out on you, or maybe I am. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Everybody in the comments are like, cancers are the best. I'm oh, a cancer thanks, guys. <laughs> Yay, cancers. Well, you know what? Like, you know, I do talk a lot of smack on all the signs because it's just, I just can't help myself. But because it's fun, I always, like, I always tell people that. So you have your your different astrological signs, and with any sign, you're going to have your healed and your unhealed aspect, mm. and you're all at some place, you know, wherever we are with that. So an unhealed Cancer really does suck, and you know, an unhealed Scorpio, awful. But like basically anything in its unhealed form is not going to be a lot of fun, right? right. So, right. but the good thing about Cancers, so for your listeners. To, um, you know, don't hate me. But the good thing about cancers is in the healed form, cancers are like home on yeah. wheels. Like they bring their home with them everywhere. And yeah. they have the ability to make other people feel like they're at home too. So cancers are awesome when they're not being crabby and insane. 
I'm very, <laughs> very loyal. Cancers are very, very loyal. And that's where like the crabbiness comes into play. Cause if you screw us over, we're done. Like you don't get a second chance. There is no like get out of jail free card. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> Sorry for you. <laughs> yeah. You're dead to me now. I'm walking away. So, oh goodness sakes. Um, okay. What about, let's talk about something else because I'm really excited. Would you be comfortable sharing what PE shared with you about the virus or no? If not, I don't want to pressure. Oh, sure. And you know, so I haven't actively channeled her um, on that since summer-ish time, but we do chat about it because I'm curious about it. And so I'm happy to give you the information that she's given me and that I feel, you know, for me resonates for me. And so, you know, and like get ready for like, you know, quote of the day, rabbit hole. But <laughs> You know, we all know that the power of our imaginations and our own energy is very strong. And we have the ability to create our own realities to a certain extent. So she was, we, we talked about this actually recently. Um, when you look back, when we look back on the year 2020, you are going to have so many different stories of what this meant to people. Mm -hmm. um, even people who live like right next to you are going to have completely different experiences of this. And some of those experiences are going to be deeply traumatic. Yeah. Um, and the reason being is that that's the reality. That's the vibration that those people are living in. This, um, this virus <laughs> is, is really causing the ascension process for this planet to happen in a much faster way because it's forcing us to see and see and see and see. And those of us who are in a place where we're like, yeah, I do want to see, I'm ready to see, mm -hmm. are doing that. And we're not freaking out. In fact, a lot of us through this year have found exactly where we want to be and feel more like our true selves than ever before. And that in itself can feel really shitty sometimes because you're like, I'm not relating to my family anymore. My friends, like everyone's like, freaking out and I feel good. I feel kind of bad about that, but it is because it's causing a huge energetic shift. Mm -hmm. um, the virus itself at this point, from what we've talked about, and again, like, you know, disclaimer, not, not an epidemiologist or anything like that. But at this point, this virus is loose. There's no containing that. We have people walking around who are asymptomatic and carriers of it. Yeah, it just is. It kind of is what it is. But it's it's what it is, is kind of like politics where it's creating an us versus them population and giving people something to latch onto and say, you're not doing a good job. Well, I don't care. If you don't care, then you're an asshole. So we're spending our energy <laughs> attacking each other when what we could be doing is turning that inward and mm. healing mm -hmm. and healing our planet. So the virus itself is kind of like, eh, at this point, um, back when I channeled her, she did say that it was not, um, that it was a man-made virus and that it was, it was. That's what uh, I've been saying. No, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. And it was actually like, from what I remember her saying in, in summertime, it was created with very evil intent and it was created to um, hurt people. And mm -hmm. The people who created it 
still think they are in control of it, but they lost control of it very early on because Mm -hmm. arrogance makes them blind to energy and to how the universe works and how life works and how the planet works and how even something you've created in the lab has some organic materials that will absolutely take off on their own way. So anything created by humans with um, not kind energy is always going to affect people poorly. Um, But the good news is very early on, they lost control of that. And so if we were to look at this in terms of who's winning, ah, you know, that kind of thing, the the light energy is absolutely um, is absolutely winning if we're doing it that way. Um, and absolutely, um, we have to just trust and follow our own intuition. And more than more than anything else, don't attack other people. Be respectful. You know, it's no skin off my back. Even if I believe that it doesn't matter if I wear a mask or not, it's no skin off my back to wear one when I go to the grocery store. I don't need to make a big protest about it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like we don't need to teach each other a lesson. We need to like love each other more. And so that's the big lesson that this virus is trying to teach us to bring us back here, slow us down, interrupt our flow, because especially in this country, we were going way too fast. So, mm, yeah. I have a question for you. What are Ooh. your, what do you, because this for me, intuitively and there's so many logical, not logical, but like tangible facts. It reminds me so much of the flu outbreak in 1918. Um, And so I'm just thinking intuitively to ask you, do you believe, or I don't know if, if you have any thoughts about this, but what are your thoughts on um, the the flu outbreak in 1918 i do you think that was like an awakening at the time do you think that was like to slow people down again or okay so okay so what i'm hearing is sounding weird to me but i'm just going to tell you <laughs> yeah. um, that energy causes mass sickness and when there is a an imbalance energetically, mm-hmm. something like a plague often happens. Mm-hmm. Um, like this, like what's ha- like the, what's happening right now is is not considered plague status at this point, even though we're like we we think it is. Um, it was much bigger, and it has been much bigger many, many, many times mm-hmm. in the history of you know humans being alive, um, but. As our collective vibration raises up, we're able to see these things and treat them differently. So we don't need those epidemics anymore. But the thing that's hard to communicate and hard for us to accept is that sometimes things need to be ended. Mm -hmm. There needs to be some sort of stopping point when you get to a place where you're beyond backpedaling. And that's kind of where we're at as far as environmentally. We're just kind of like, the earth is like, stop. 
yeah. Right now, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I don't feel, I mean, I have no trepidation. I'm not, I don't have fear about this. I feel kind of, I have joy and excitement within me, but I, I understand that that is not how everybody is feeling right now. But did I answer your question? I feel like I went on. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Everyone on Facebook is like, yes, I'm loving everything you're saying. So spot on. Um, yeah. Hi, Tammy. Um, and yeah, Sarah, like it's, it's, we've, you know, we've been talking about this throughout the whole pandemic experience, but it's always really nice to hear, you know, from someone else, like their perspective, their intuitive perspective. Um, and, and again, be reminded of that, um, broader picture. And I really love that you touched on that, like the intention behind, cause I've been feeling into this too and, and gathering information about that same thing is like the intention with the virus was bad, <laughs> but that the, that, um, you know, at a certain point that was you that can be turned around and utilized for the greatest good, right? And it's like you said, it's like we just really have to trust that like everything is working out. Um, because we've we've talked to the Arcturians, Arc Nine, and you know, they're constantly saying like how, you know, they can't interfere, right, at a certain point, but it's also to trust that everything is is working out and that, you know, like people like Elizabeth April are always talking about you know, if something did need to be interfered with, right? Like there's so many stories about um, what like nuclear bombs that were about to be, um, that like governments were about to set off and and things like that, that like aliens supposedly like interfered with and shut them down. And that like if they hadn't done that, like there would have been mass um, explosions and mass life loss. And so it's this, trust that like if something needs to be interfered with or if something needs to be guided it will and we just need to do our part as you know the like the awakened and the light workers to really hold down the fort <laughs> keep everyone's um keep the vibe high when as when we can process our emotions when that's relevant and you know know that this is leading us somewhere better and I, you know so i just want to thank you for that reminder and the way that you shared it cuz i think it was very uplifting Absolutely. It's kind of like all of the, the star scenes are out there, like trying to get these crazy toddlers that are super hungry and need a nap in order. <laughs> Mom off, do the virus. They're like, no. <laughs> but you know, really what you're saying, Alexa, is like, it, it's exactly where I'm at too. Cause it's, um, you can get really wrapped up in being like super spiritual and like, you know, saying like, there's oh, only be joyful, only be joyful. Can you know, do all the things. And it's so important to to understand that, like, as humans, we came here for a multifaceted experience. We didn't come here to make judgments on what's good and what's bad. And so, like, we are all of those things. And ignoring things that are uncomfortable doesn't help us either. In fact, I would I would argue that that is what kind of got us here. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the more people that are like, okay, I'm ready to do my work. I'm ready to unplug from the matrix and take my power back and see that when we collectively combine our energies with a goal in mind and have mm -hmm. things we want and visualize the world the way we want it, we end up making that happen because right now we're just giving our energy to somebody else's idea and we're done with that. So totally. it's, it's like that simple, but you know, it's, it's, it's big work and serious. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that because I've been noticing recently, and I don't know if you've noticed this in your work and Ambie, you as well, but like 
I am just my clients that I'm I do EFT and emotional processing with people and um, coaching as well, but like EFT and, and emotional processing is like my bag. And um, my clients that I've been working with lately, it's like on a whole other level because I genuinely feel like not not only am I slowed down, they're slowed down, they're taking this seriously, like meaning they have true intention to shift something. They understand the magnitude of it. They understand and and not just because it's uncomfortable because they understand that they're here for a greater purpose and that if they don't move this thing they can't move into that purpose and i feel like they feel the call just as i do to step up in a bigger way cuz the world needs you right now and it's this feeling of like i've said this on the podcast many times like it's game time let's go put me in it's our time because i truly remember feeling when i was little um so annoyed that everyone was just going about their business all the time and there were things that were clearly not right. You know, I was such a sensitive kid and I would get so upset about these. It didn't make sense to me. Like the world just didn't make sense to me. And the way that people would tell me that something was a big issue, but then they just go about their life like everything was fine. And so, you know, not that I wanted anything like this to happen with a pandemic, but there is some part of my soul, I have to admit, that is like, finally, here we go. And so it's made my work, I'll just speak for myself, feel so much more potent and impactful. And I'm so grateful that people are actually giving themselves the space and investing in their healing so that they can step up in a much bigger way and do what they came here to do, you know? Yeah, I totally, I found the same thing that you're saying. It's almost like one session now is so much more impactful than has ever been before because totally. it's not like, oh, I'm going to get a reading with you and like, will you tell me if this guy likes me? It's like, I don't even do that anymore because I'm like, I'm not a fortune teller. But you come here to do your work and it, in like when we both are putting in 100%, oh, magic. And mm. it's amazing. Um, I have a community called Restoration and I guide people through using the lunar cycles every month. Oh, and that's cool. Doing, like manifesting and releasing. That's like the biggest part of it. And I started that in, in May as well. And the people who've been with me um, all this time, I noticed when I started checking back in with them because I hadn't been doing one-on-ones for a while, I totally burned myself out. So I was like, ah, taking a break. But I started bringing them back in just for a little bit. And I noticed that like my people, quote unquote, are good because they've been doing their work actually and mm. receiving the results. So if like anyone is, if there's ever been a time to invest in yourself and do any of that work, it is right now. Because what may have taken you a decade is seriously going to take you like three months now, if that, because I don't know how you guys are feeling about linear time, but like Three months ago, I can't even hardly remember. <laughs> yeah, no. time is time is an illusion. It's not, it's not real. It's not day by day, especially when you're trying to teach a kindergartner like how hours and days work. <laughs> no, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> oh wow. my gosh, this is so fun! I do have to run. Can you tell us like where people can work with you and find you and all of the magical things? Absolutely. So you can find me on Facebook, um, Sarah Amala Sturgis on Facebook, and that's where I'm most active, um, just based off of what's happening right now. But that's also where my restoration community is. And I have a regular website, um, www.sarahamala.com. 
and you can find my stuff there. And I'm also on Instagram. I don't know what my handle is. You guys would know. I think it's just Sarah. Sarah it's- underscore Amala, I think. We'll, okay. we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, and there it is. But I'm, you know, I'm live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, and Ooh, right- girl. Yeah. Oh, my God. You guys, I was doing it Monday through Friday. Like, wow. Wow. Whole month. That's how, that's why, like, when we first got on here and you, and you were talking about things to talk about, I was like, I promise you that I can talk about anything. (laughs) Like, do, 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 do. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. I really, I really had to slow down. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. So I'm only doing, like, I'm taking my own advice. I'm only doing the things that seriously bring me joy and make me happy because that's when I'm really bringing it. Mm, Exactly. Exactly. Less, our whole motto right now is like less energy, more impact. Like, yeah. You Um, don't have to work so hard anymore. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That's the celebration. We can all, it can be easier for everyone now. Let's, let's like embrace that and go with it. Um, Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show. It's so nice to connect with you. Um, Everybody's giving you all the hearts and the love on Facebook and, uh, (laughs) and uh, yeah be sure to check Sarah out and give her a follow Um, you can find her information in the show notes we love you guys so much and until next time keep on blooming bye everybody if you've enjoyed this podcast we would love 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 it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast if you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie an EFT session with Alexa or just to say what up we would love to hear from each and every one of you and you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast until next time remember open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within oh